welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, as we love to say every week, we're all about the music and the people that make it. And coming up, we have another great interview for you. This time around, we chat to Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter Justin Rutledge about his latest album and his 10th recording, Something Easy, an album he worked on at home over the past two years, and one that he recorded and produced himself for the first time. It's a great recording, and Justin and I have a wonderful conversation, so I hope you'll stay with us to check it out. And as always, we check out more of the latest releases... And this time around, we include new music from Little Fox, Tia McGrath, Sophie Lukacs, Maggie Fraser, and Jen Grant. They're all Canadian artists. We're starting off this way. This is Claire Siobhan with Flair. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. One, two, one, two, Something I need, but I know that without it, I 
it, I can still get around The tree in my backyard so heavy with this new summer leaves So don't you ever try to tell me Change won't weigh me down Catastrophe, Catastrophe. Takes a hold of me Takes a hold of me. Simplicity Is lost Is lost Easy It's never Easy For Admit it. 
spent so much time building a wall Now it's hard to break out There's a ghost, there's a ghost in this house Everyone needs 
It's a place to feel free like when we were young. Well, I still can touch your face in a first kiss. Karen Morand, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with my friend, Jan Hall. Folk Roots Radio. We started off the episode with Truro, Nova Scotia raised and now Montreal based singer songwriter Claire Chavon with Flair, a song about struggling with life changing challenges before finally being able to move beyond them. That's from Claire's debut EP, Sick the Sun, which was produced by the wonderful Erin Costello. We followed that with Vancouver based singer songwriter and multi instrumentalist Alison Jenkins who makes music as Little Fox, with the title track from her excellent second EP, Ghost in This House, a recording that Alison describes as focusing on the concept of place, searching for it, finding it, and having it forcibly taken from you. It's a great recording. In fact, I think we've played three tracks from it now. And talking of great albums, we also heard from Tia McGrath, with support from her music and life partner, Tommy Parham. 
with sometimes loves like that. That's from Tia's excellent recent EP, With Love. And in the background, it's accomplished chora player and singer-songwriter Sophie Lukacs, with the beautiful Cite Alfarico from her latest album, Bamako. Next up, Justin Rutledge joins us to chat about his latest long player, Something Easy. But before we get to that conversation, from the new album, this is Justin Rutledge with Angry Young Man. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Stole from my neighbor 
That's Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter Justin Rutledge with Angry Young Man from his latest album, Something Easy, a recording he worked on at home over the past two years and one that he recorded and produced himself. And I think it turned out rather well. It has a really nice sound to it. To learn more about this new project, we're pleased to welcome Justin Rutledge back to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us again today. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, you're, I think, one of Canada's best songwriters. I mean, you've won a Juno. You've been nominated for a few more. You also have Canadian Folk Music Awards. It's always good to hear what you're up to. This new project sounds really interesting because, as I mentioned at the beginning, it is the first time that you have actually gone ahead and decided to engineer and produce your own project and then working at home as well. Was that a, a COVID thing that you decided that maybe spend some of the time, you know, when you're going to be forced to be home more to actually work on a new project like this? It definitely spurred it on a little quicker. It was something I've always been meaning to do, but never have had the time or the money to do it. So all of a sudden, as all musicians, we had we had time. We didn't have any money. You know, I work in two years album cycles. The way it worked for me is that while I'm recording a record, I find the recording process a very creative part of the process because you're you're finally in the studio with musicians, you work an eight to 10 hour day, you're playing music all day, which I rarely do. And so I get I tend to get home at the end of a recording session and with new ideas in my mind. And so that starts the creative process for the next record. 
So a few years ago, you know, when COVID hit, I found, because my last record, Passages, came out in 20, 2019 or 2018, I think. And so by 2020, I was due to record a new record, but we couldn't go into the studio with anyone. So I had to figure out how to do it at home. And luckily, I have some amazing engineering friends and some great producers who gave me some great advice. And uh, so I bit the bullet and started trying to figure out how to make a record at home. And uh, here we are. And I think the process has gone very well. I mean, it sounds wonderful. It's got a lovely laid back feel to it. I'm one of those people that really likes space in a recording. I don't like it when I feel like everything is is crammed around me. And this album really has nice space. You can, when the piano comes in, you really get to feel it. This album, I think, is particularly interesting because there seems to be a bit of a theme to it, isn't it? These seem to be songs that are about youth, maybe you know, life stages. Yeah, and and it was it was interesting because I didn't really know that there was that thread running through it. Usually when, when I record records in, in the studio, it takes about 10 days. So you go in, 10 days later, you walk out with pretty much a, a completely recorded album. With this process, it was so lugubrious and slow. You know, over the course of two years, I had a couple of kids at home. You know, I was a new dad. So I would work on the record for about half an hour to an hour every night. And all all I wanted to do, you know, even though I was super tired at the end of the day, I just wanted to complete one little thing, uh, chip away, literally get one thing recorded, one idea down. But what I didn't realize was that the songs that were populating the record had a lot to do with my youth, especially my my teenage years. And I I didn't intend for it to be a nostalgic album. And I don't think it is. I think it's quite a quite an analytic album it's a reflective album the years i picked up a guitar the years i first started writing lyrics when i started thinking oh maybe i maybe i can write a song so it's a reflective album as opposed to a nostalgic album it's interesting you say that because that first song we played angry young man is that angry young man you absolutely um and in many ways i was you know i was looking back to that that person that I was and you know and I wasn't I wasn't very good to my parents and like most teenagers you know no one no one understood me and you know and I didn't belong anywhere and I, I did feel like an outsider and uh, you know in retrospect I wish I was better to my friends better to my family but uh, that stage regardless of what it was turned me into who I was and uh, t- turned to who I turned me into who I am and and. I appreciate that person to a certain degree. It's a it's a complicated relationship that we have with our younger selves. You know, take a song like Angry Young Man, for example. That, that's only part of the process of me interrogating certain aspects of my life. Um, that's part of a bigger conversation that I'm having internally. But it, it definitely helps to to get that idea out in song because... Uh, it's a complicated relationship that we have with ourselves. You know, it's interesting you called it Angry Young Man because I'm a big Billy Joel fan and he has a great song called Angry Young Man as well. The interesting oh, thing about this is there's a huge amount of honesty in this song. And actually, that's another Billy Joel song that I love. 
you know, when I was listening to the album, I thought, oh, good company, Justin Rutledge, Billy Joel, because, you know, you, you can see with the, the lyrics you write, I mean, you, you don't pull any punches. And I think from the fans' point of view, the listeners' point of view, I think it's a real opportunity to get to, you know, a little bit more understanding of how things were, you know, as the artist was growing up. So I think that's that's kind of cool. I want to go back Thank you. to the album and play another track. We're going to play 17. Tell us about this one. Again, another song about my teenage years. When I finished the record, I, I was talking to someone at the label, Peggy, and she said, well, tell me a bit about the record. And I said, well, Angry Young Man is kind of about my youth. And then the second track is 17, which is kind of about the same years. And that's when I started realizing the thread. Um, so 17 is, you know, I, I had a great group of friends uh, in high school that I'm still friends with today. And uh, I owe my guitar playing ability and music loving ability to, to them. They introduced me to some great music and showed me the few a few chords on on the guitar and and this song is really about those those nights you know 17 is a weird age because you can't drink yet you can't you can't really be anywhere you know you can't you know friday night rolls around you still still kind of have a curfew but you're there's there's an adult in you that's that's just ripping ripping to come out you know and um and so it's a complicated age but it's such a beautiful age and there's one line in there in the second verse that i that i love it's um it's an image that I painted. What is it? Empty bottles in a dark ravine, you know? And I just, I picture that, you know, the dying embers of the fire and the empty bottles after, after the kids have left, you know, and yeah, they left a mess, but it's a beautiful silent image. And it's one that I, that I hold dearly in, in reflection in my youth.
Hi there, this is Andrew Collins. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Justin Rutledge with 17 from his wonderful new album. It's entitled Something Easy. Justin Rutledge is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. I always love talking to this guy because you can see how how seriously he, he really takes the process of songwriting. It's interesting, you know, before the break, we was talking about the fact that he wasn't sure when he started writing that he would actually be able to to make it as a songwriter when you work on songs i mean you you mentioned before that you know you get some ideas for a song i mean are you somebody that writes all the time i mean you also mentioned you have a young family so maybe you don't have the time that you used to have to be able to sit and, and write what is your process um it's it's almost the same as it was even with even when i had a family yes i, I have less time um but now that you know, for instance, I was working on something yesterday and uh, my, my, my son, I have two boys, my son is four and the youngest is almost two. And I'm kind of, I've learned how to take, oh my gosh, I have seven minutes right now. I'm going to, I'm going to use that in some way. So for instance, yesterday I, uh, I, I came upstairs, I had about 12 minutes to spare and I just sat down at my keyboard and I, I got about eight bars into something and I took that away. And then this morning after I gave the youngest his bottle and I was preparing his breakfast, I had a melody idea for that, for that piano part. And, and so I just, I'm just trying to cram songwriting in wherever I can because gone are the days for now of me sitting down with a guitar for two hours and crafting something. Um, and I understand that. And I understand that it's only a, it's only a, it's it's not forever but uh the songwriting process has always bemused me it's not a comfortable thing 
it never has been. I, I don't sit down and write a song in a day like Paul Simon, but um, it's uh, it's a treacherous thing. And with something easy, it was it was a production based style of songwriting as opposed to me sitting down with a guitar and crafting a song that I could come downstairs and play for my wife and say like, hey, I wrote this song. Uh, this was more oriented around the production, which was new to me because I I'd never engineered something by myself at home. So it was an interesting way to write, I have to say. We're going to head yeah. back to the album and play the somewhat title track, Easy. I love this because it's got such a really laid back feel to it. Uh, tell us a little bit about this song. Uh, this was the, the last song that came to me for the record. It was the last song, but it was the easiest song uh to write on the record because the melody came instantly i don't know why it seems so it just seemed so uh, obviously central to the album i wasn't trying to hide the fact that i was doing this at home you know so there's a there's an electronic drum beat in this song you know i had to work with what i what i loved about the process was i had to work with what i had and i had a little drum machine and i had a little piano you know all that piano that's me playing very rudimentary piano on it and it's this there's a charm when when you have limitations those aren't barriers they are they can lend themselves to the uh, the charm of the record you know
That's Justin Rutledge with Easy from his wonderful new album, Something Easy. Justin Rutledge is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. I love what he was saying about the uh, that last song because that was the first song from the album I heard. And it's just got a wonderful, wonderful feel to it. And I actually didn't mind. It was kind of cool with that drum beat. I think he's selling himself short on his piano skills as well. But, you know, you get to do that when you're really good at what you do. So, Justin, what happens now? The album is out. Do you have many live shows planned over the, the summer? I've got a few shows at the end of June. I've got a show in Toronto at TD Music Hall on Thursday, June 22nd. I've got two shows in Ottawa at the Redbird Live uh, that are actually both sold out. And then I'm playing Prince Edward County, the Acoustic Grill in Picton, which I believe is sold out as well. And I'm taking the summer off and I'll be, you know, doing some Southern Ontario dates in the fall. It's always a great pleasure to talk to you. If you want to learn more about Justin Rutledge, you can check out his website, justinrutledge.com. That will send you off to other places where you can buy his music or go see his show. And I, I do want to encourage you as much as possible, if you love what people like Justin Rutledge do. Uh, please consider buying their music rather than just streaming it. Um, I know they'll love you for it. And Stephen Fearing used to say that, uh, you know, picking up uh, CDs or, or or records at shows was like food stamps for musicians. I mean, it, it really does make a difference to their income if you actually purchase something. And you have those wonderful memories that you take home after the it's show. True. So. Please, please consider doing that. I know they'll love you for it. Justin, as always, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. It's, it's, it's such a joy to speak with you as well. So, um, so thanks for taking the time today. Well, that's great. We're going to time for one more song. Now, I want to play London, uh, yeah. which I think is the longest track on the album, isn't it? Yeah, it should it's be. It yeah. has a bit of an epic feel to this one. So tell us yeah. about the track London. Well, I spent a year living in England. Uh, when I was 18, again, another song about youth that I didn't know I was writing this theme. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I attended bar there for a year. I lived in relative squalor. I, you know, tried some bad drugs for the first time, tried some great drugs for the first time, you know, just did what an 18 year old should do. Traveled a lot. And it was the, you know, that city really, showed me a lot of joy and it and it kicked the crap out of me too so this song is about that year but i tried to situate it in a in a biblical context and william blake the great english poet had this theory you know he was he was wild he was sort of writing new verses to the bible and new books to the bible and he had this theory that jerusalem was once upon a time in england and so there are bits and pieces of this song where I talk about the shepherds who awoke under lemon trees and their daughters bring them salt wine and honey. And that's juxtaposed with, with the German girls in the small square turning pages of Baudelaire. And, and, uh, and you know, there's a line that I, where I say, I, I swear to God, there's a fire in me somewhere. And I think during that time, I was really trying to find my passion and my individuality. And I think that's what this song is about. My wife and I have talked about, you know, our, our, our boys and, and how we will encourage travel when they're at the right age, because seeing the world and seeing how other people live 
it, it helps it helps you discover yourself too. Yeah. And to me that's the most important thing about life, discovering yourself and you know, yeah. that we are here for a purpose. Purpose is yeah. huge in making this life as uh as pleasurable and fulfilling as possible. It's been Absolutely. a great pleasure to talk to you today. Listen to the lyrics of this song. I just love it. You get beautiful pictures. Justin Rutledge with London from his wonderful new album, Something Easy. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Thanks again. shepherds who lived here lonely men in their shirt sleeves and they woke under lemon trees and their daughters brought them salt wine and honey London I lost you where have you been? You're under the weather and under my skin London, I lost you Where have you gone? Don't let it rain on your only son
Hi, I'm Phil. I'm Jerry. Hey, I'm Andrew. And we're from the Once. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Yes. That's Toronto singer-songwriter Maggie Fraser, who after many years of writing songs for other people, is now releasing music as a solo artist under her own name. With Your Ghost, a sad song about a widow dealing with the unfathomable loss of a much-loved partner. And that's from her first release as singer and songwriter, The Way That I Wish It Was, which was produced by her partner, Alec Fraser Jr., and that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this hour of the show. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Jen Grant with All of This Time, which also features Avi Jervinen as Bahamas on vocals. And that's from Jen's upcoming album, Champagne Problems, which features co-writes and performances with other Canadian artists. And this song has a beautiful video. It's about sustained love, and one I think you need to see. So I'll try and include it in the playlist for this episode, which you'll be able to find on the website at folkrootsradio.com. Stay safe and well, everyone. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. All of the time I spend alone Oh, and to hear a song
that it's wrong. Find a way Nothing much to say 